Warning, the Bonsai Beat contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all listeners or fans of Neo Genesis Evigallion. Several anime companies have gone bankrupt. 1,337 anime fans have been sued. All the while, the Bonsai Beat has been there to deliver you the latest in news, show reviews, and discussions from both the experienced and novice anime fans' point of view. And now, broadcasting from a deserted island so Funimation's lawyers can't find them, here are your hosts, Delokun and Zach. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bonsai Beat. I'm Jellicoon along with Zach. Episode 243. It's been a month. <laughs> One a month. It's month 243. Yeah, exactly. Uh, nah, I was traveling for work and got to go play in Canada. Canada was awesome. Toronto's amazing. <laughs> Toronto has lots of hot women. Oh my god. What? That's not what I think of when I think of Toronto. Well, I do now. I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been exposed to that. I don't know. It was amazing, dude. Uh, lots of culture, which I was not used to. A lot of uh, different cultures. Uh, a lot of Asians. A lot of... met some girls from Japan when I was going to CN Tower. Hmm. Um, was shocked at how short they were. Yeah, were most like, Asian people pretty small. Well, these girls were like, I don't know if they were in college or whatnot, but oh my god, they were short. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Oh, man. Um, it's not like you're still growing. Most people aren't still getting taller when they're in college, so. No. Kind of strange. Uh, yeah, I was really surprised, just because, I mean, I'm from, you know, well, now I live in the South, so, you know, it's like, oh, you get... You know, not a lot of, a lot of Indians, um, a lot of um, Chinese, uh, mm-hmm. Japanese, uh, Arabic was big. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Enjoyed my time. Hopefully I'll get back up there again. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of why we haven't recorded in a while is I've just been busy doing other things. It's like, yeah, I'd love to record, but... I'm not going to pack my microphone and mixer and all that shit. <laughs> coming to that, you live from Canada, coming, from yeah. Toronto. Well, that's the thing, too, is we spent the weekend. We went to Toronto for the weekend, and then we went to Niagara Falls on that Sunday because then we had to travel again the following week. I would have had no time. I mean, I literally spent every day, like every hour out and about in Toronto. Like, we did so many things in two days. Like... We we stayed in the La Germain Hotel, which is like super in the center of everything. And the Toronto, Toronto International Film Festival had just started the day we arrived. So it was like a big, oh, wow. yeah, there was so much to do. We were literally across the street from the Air Canada Center, where um, uh, the baseball stadium is. Um, right next to 
um, the Toronto practice area, and just we were right there, like the heart of Toronto. And we did all kinds of stuff. We went to the museum and the aquarium, and we did like a boatload of stuff in a day and a half. Went to Chinatown. That was amazing. My coworker found a high quality hoodie for seven Canadian dollars. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh, I love the fa- I love the exchange rate. Um, took out a hundred bucks out of the ATM, and it only cost me eighty five mm-hmm. because it's a dollar twenty four to uh, well, it's a yeah, a dollar twenty four Canadian to a dollar American. Yep, give or take, rough. Currently, rough. pretty favorable. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Whereas, like and, a few years ago, it was. Closer to even, and where I lived in Michigan, you'd have a whole bunch of people drive across the border to go shopping, like at our malls, because it was so favorable for them. Oh, yeah. They yeah. actually built like three hotels around just one mall because they had so many people just traveling to shop there from Canada. Oh wow! Hey, yeah, yeah, don't blame them. Um, no, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, Niagara Falls was really awesome. It was actually kind of funny because, you know, being from Minnesota originally. You know, you think, oh, you're close to Toronto or, you know, you're close to Canada, all that. We were actually further south in Toronto than I would have been in Minnesota. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Anyway, and I had poutine like five times. <laughs> it was amazing. Did Fucking you do neat. like behind the falls or any of the we Niagara tours? went in the boat. Oh, wow. I've never done the boat. Oh, it was amazing. It was 25 bucks. Couldn't pass yeah, it. I've done the one got... where you go like underground behind it, and I've done oh, the one where you tour like the power plant. Oh, but I've never done the boat. Oh, okay. Yeah, the boat was awesome. Power plant ones. I actually got video of it up on my Facebook. I took a video of it They're way up hmm. there. It was pretty cool. Um, really, really busy. Um, I think I had the most fun though when we got off the boat. There was a little beer garden. And me and my co-worker were like, oh, we got to dry out, you know, because they give you, a, like, a baggy poncho. We still get pretty wet. I was wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get drenched regardless. I almost lost my hat. I was so pissed. Um, <laughs> while I was up there, I was given a hat, a hoodie, and a toque. I was like, yeah! I feel Canadian. Um, <laughs> so we uh, stopped at this beer garden, and there was a dude playing music. And no one was, like, barely paying attention. Like, he was just background music. And he was like, what do you want for requests? And I'm like, oh, Tom Petty, Eagles. Uh, my buddy was like, you know, uh, Nirvana and, you know, uh, uh, you know, Sublime. So he was playing all our hits. We were fucking just, like, singing along and having a good time. <laughs> and uh, the guy took a break and he came talk to us. And we were just all shooting the shit, having a couple beers. It was really fun. Um, it sounds yeah i mean don't get me wrong i was up there for work you know reasons we got a lot done but it was really fun to go see um toronto and all that and then we had to drive to ottawa so i i got like a whirlwind tour of canada like the number of cities i had to go drive to and and whatnot in nine days was crazy but yeah we went as far south as niagara falls and as far north as ottawa for any of our canadian listeners and I went to Parliament Hill when I was in Ottawa, and they have a nightly um, like light show. And I didn't know what to expect, but they project 
this like video onto the parliament building going over Canada's history and stuff. And it's free. Mm. It's outdoor. It was fucking amazing. Huh. It was pretty sweet. So. But yeah, stayed up on anime. I finished three whole things from this last season. Uh, two that's of my, rare. That, that's a new peak. <laughs> oh, two of them just sucked so much. Oh, God. Um, I finished Netsuzo Trap, which was just awful. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd predict that one was bad. Uh, the Nas Skirt or whatever whatever show was atrocious. Wait, the one and with the rape? In the the one with the rape in the beginning. Ah. Who would have um, guessed that one would continue to be distasteful and bad? <laughs> yeah. It was five minutes. I was like, well, fuck it. Uh, and then I also finished uh, Love and Lies, Koita Uso. And that one looked pretty good. I was... I really liked it, but it's like every... every harem show with uh, who is the male main character going to pick, you know. And I was really hoping that at the end of this show they would come up with a conclusive answer. But they leave it open. Because even in the manga, apparently, they haven't even decided where they are going. It's still <laughs> up in the air. So it was a really good show. I'm not going to review it today because I want to sit down and actually write uh, my thoughts down because I feel kind of going off the top of my head would be a, a disservice to the show. But... uh I want to go back from reading on Reddit. Everyone saying uh, "Made in the Abyss" was really good, along with "Gamers." And I remember watching the first episode of "Gamers," and I guess maybe it was just a. To me, it felt like a bad episode of like, oh, main character is kind of geeky and kind of an outcast. Oh, the prettiest girl in school or in the class or whatever likes video games. Oh, who knew that? It reminded me a lot of... So you think there's a girl online. I don't think there's a girl online or whatever. Ah. You know, yeah, that one like, looked pretty bad to me. Everyone's saying it's really good. I, that kind of thing doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, same here. And like, I've been more into romance anime in general lately. But, like, the romantic comedy, they just keep trying to think of weird ways to keep it funny or Or, like, pander. Yeah, so, like, now this is the romantic comedy that panders to uh, To people that play video games. I mean, I remember the promo art was, like, Tetris and, like... Yeah, you know, which is, like, a big overlap with anime audience, so smart. And then before it was Aramanga, I guess it panders to people that love their sister or something. And it's like now that I started enjoying, like, I don't want to label as real romance, but romance for the sake of that and drama, um, romantic comedies just seem cheap. And once you've seen Toradora, I feel spoiled anyway. It's like, eh, these romantic comedies are lesser anyway. Yeah. Because they're not going to be as funny or not going to have the romance story I want. So. Yeah, and I, I... Though I do like video games, but I don't necessarily need that to be in my anime. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. Oh, speaking of video games, have you been playing anything recently? 
The reason uh, I, I started playing, the... I started playing Cuphead. Oh, that looked good. God damn, it's hard. <laughs> I can't. I beat the first two bosses or whatever. Like, so all the levels are either like run and gun so far, or like mm-hmm. boss battles, and they're hard on purpose. Like it's you know. But good guy, I'm like stuck. Like I'm so close to beating it. I got the first two phases down cold, and you only get three hits, and then you die. So, oh, oh god, it's so hard. Yeah, I, I do want to say play it because it, uh, it's fun. It look pretty cool. It's, I love how the animation is very much yes, like 1930s animation. Yeah, I've been looking at Cuphead for since I heard about it. Saw it a couple years ago at E3 because that, that yeah that art style the. Of the animation was just cool, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Like and it's funny too. It's like it fucking frustrated. Like yesterday, I like scared the shit out of my wife because I like I'd been playing the same level for 35, 40 minutes over and over and over again. I was so close to beating it, I died. And I slammed my fist down on the on the table, and I'm like, "Damn it!" And my wife jumped, and she's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "This fucking game." <laughs> <laughs> it's Cuphead, like, honey. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like. But yeah, I still want to play it. Yeah, I mean, better that than too easy, and then you just feel cheated when you beat well, it. Well, that pisses me off too. So some of these levels, <laughs> the first time I'm sitting there playing it, right, and it's like, oh, there's a normal re- version or a simple version, and the simple version was just as fucking hard. And so the whole <laughs> the whole point of the game is to your cuphead, um, or you can play two players with Mugman. But essentially, they go into this casino and. The devil who owns the casino like makes him a bet after winning a bunch of money. Hey, I'll bet you, you know you can't do, you know you can't win this next round of craps. And he they get snake eyes, and they beg and plead, and he goes, "Well, if you find all the debtors who owe me money, I'll let you, you know, I'll overlook this." So that's the goal of the game, and literally every level is like a boss fight because you're either fighting a debtor or not. So the reason I say this. Is this a simple version or a uh, normal version of the boss fights? So I'm like, oh, I'll do the simple version. I'll get into it. You know, whatever. Five, six times later, I finally beat the simple version. Oh, well, to get the demon, con- you know, to get the soul contract or the, the contract beat, you have to do regular. There's no reason to do the simple one. <laughs> I was like, damn it. This is a warm up. Pretty much. But yeah, it's a fun game. Um, I don't know how long I'll play it because... I'm already stuck, and I'm only two. I've only beaten two or three levels, but it's a fun damn game. Um. Anyway, back to anime. Sorry, a little <laughs> tangent. I don't really give a shit. I mean, the tangent was related to gaming anime. Yeah, there was no hot I'm women. Not... No. Well, I'm not gonna go back and watch that. I might watch Made in Abyss. Everyone say it's really good. I don't really know much about it, but. I mean, usually the consensus is right. I mean, there's never really been like, I mean, heck, even Earl Manga Sensei, I watched five, six episodes, and I was <laughs> begrudgingly. Like, hey, why not even begrudgingly? I was more curious of like, where does this go? But then it was just like, okay, I've had my feel of this. I don't care that much to finish it. I guess I just wanted to see what all this, all the sensation was. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, what have you been watching? I watched two shorts from last season, the Suri Children, which, 
similar to the show I talked about a while ago. Tsuki Gakire, the romance one. At the end of that show, they would always have like some sort of three minute, maybe lesser, one minute clip of like funny romance scene because besides the main couple, there were other couples in the show and there'd be like some funny clip between the two. And this is like a show that takes that and that's the whole show. So each episode's 12 minutes and it cycles between different couples in the school and some are like more serious. I really like the first episode. And now Funimation started dubbing it. Yeah, well, I really like the sub. But I don't There's times where the show was enhanced by the voice acting, so I would be hesitant to... Though I don't hate dubs, like some anime fans, I would be hesitant to switch uh, or watch it dubbed. Um, and there's just like a bunch of like... One, one couple has like a bunch of running gags, but they're upset with like how they're not very close after a whole year of dating because they just all joke around with each other. And uh, That was probably my favorite segment is they have one called Shoot and like a five minute thing where uh, he's trying to go in for a kiss and he's narrating it like he's an announcer at like a soccer game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. And in, in the end, uh, when she turns to kiss him or whatever, she accidentally like kisses his nose. <laughs> And he's like, oh, she missed. It was great. Yeah. So. And they're like, we're so in tune with each other after a year, right? And he like turns around with like a fake like handgun. And she like pretends like she's shot. And they're like, yep, perfectly in tune. But we're still not close. Yeah. So it, it was really entertaining. And some parts were sweet, but obviously not in depth like other romance shows might be. Because you only have 12 minutes and. Like three between each couple. And it has no conclusive ending or an ending at all. Because it was like a four, well, whatever they call it, the four coma, four panel manga or whatever. Yep. So it was just like a bunch of short stories adapted, but it was very entertaining. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, Yeah, Um, I'll probably think I'll probably go back and watch that too. But I would definitely watch it. And then I also watched Aho Girl, or Idiot Girl. Yeah, how was that? I I tried. (laughs) Less good, but it has some really funny parodies. But, like, each episode, you've seen, I guess, enough media in general. Because some are references to Western media, but, like, one's a good, the bad, and ugly reference. But, okay, so the girl's really stupid. That's what the show tells you. She falls around this guy who's been friends with her forever and he just tries to like get her not to be retarded and try to better her life, but she's too obsessed with playing around and not doing any work and she loves bananas for some reason. Um, which makes it sound really dumb. But there's just like a lot of likable characters throughout the whole show. There's like the delinquent uh what do they call it? It's like gals. It's that other anime that was airing this season with the My Girlfriend is a Gal. Did you see that one? Ah, well, apparently, I don't, I don't want to speak for Japan because I don't live there, but apparently the label for popular, like, try hard, your ins girl is Gal in Japan. So, like, fake tan, jewelry, all that shit. Oh, so she, like, beca- that's an ugly, beca- ugly look. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially on Asian people. But anyway, so... <laughs> Without being racist. I'm trying to look like Nicki Minaj. 
Yeah. So, okay, so becomes friends with that group, but they just want to play games too because they hate doing school and stuff. And as it, as the show adds more characters besides the idiot and the stand-up guy who, in the twist of anime fate, always physically abuses the girl. You know, normally the girl hits the guy, but he, like, just uppercuts her, like, out of the scene. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah, like, punches her, like, full force. Well, if they want equality. Yeah, so now... But as they add characters, they have, like, the student council president girl is, like, a huge pervert and chases around the guy. I don't... I don't know. Is this Aho girl? Yeah. Hmm. Like, it's it's good as it adds more characters, but it wasn't nearly as good as the other short. Sounds like it's a perfect thing to be a short. Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, by the end end of the episode, I was sick of it. And there's, like, a few scenes that were above the other ones, similar to how I felt about Suruzuru Children. Some episodes are boring, and some had, like, something I would show someone else to get them interested in the show, because it was funny. So... Out of the two, I would definitely watch the first one. Not Aho Girl, but it was still decent. I give it like a seven. It was entertaining, but it doesn't have like enough redeeming qualities to rewatch it or recommend it. Gotcha. Well, is that what you're gonna review today? I think you oh, just man. reviewed it, damn it. Shorts are too hard to review. This All final right. one is what I'm gonna review today. Alright, sounds good. Because <laughs> reviewing shorts would be hard. It's like, do I talk about the thirty different things that happen? So, the Akashic Records of Bastard Magic Instructor. So, I'm happy about this show, because finally, after many years, if people have listened to this podcast or watched anime at the same time we have, there's been a lot of uh, magic warfare shows, like Maho, Shoujo, and whatever the, not Shoujo, but the war one, Magic War. And, though John likes it, um, Irregular Magic High School, I hated that one. So, like, I've been on this constant quest to find a magic show that's tolerable, that doesn't just do dumb harem shit, or makes the main character so overpowered he one-shots everyone. Uh, So, finally, with the Akashic Records one, I found a show that met my criteria for a magic show. That aired before last season, but I watched it recently. Uh, So, I would like to review that one. All right, awesome. Sounds like a plan. (laughs) Because the, the short ones I've reviewed enough just talking about their premise. Yep. No, I hear you. Um, well, so this last season ended. Fall 2017 is over. Or wait, no, I mean, sorry, summer 2017 is over. Fall 2017 starts. Ah, yep. Uh, yippee. It's confusing depending where you live. Cause, like, if I was still in Michigan, it would be snowing. It'd be like, fall starting? Yeah. But, but now that I live in the South, it does feel more like fall. It feels great. Yeah, recently. So, but we'll try not to sidetrack about the weather. <laughs> what, uh, I guess, I mean, like, I, it was funny because only two episodes ago we were like, hey, here's all the shit we're, we're going to talk about and already it's over. Yeah, we made the ambitious plunge into watching one episode of everything. And now suddenly, two episodes later, you have to do it all again. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> All that work. It only lasts for a season. Which for us is three episodes. Apparently. But um, man, this season has less to talk about. Yeah, this whole season, at least to me, just looks like shit. 
It's either a lot of it's second seasons or seasons of things I can't get into at this point. Yeah, which I mean, I guess for those people, I'm really happy. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like the only sequel I see on here that I could watch is Food Wars Three. Yeah, I thought you'd watch that one. Yeah, for sure. I didn't. I never finished two, but I mean, I like the show, so I would watch that. So, um, the only one I'm looking forward to is like, my girlfriend is a show bitch or something. I don't know what the fuck that's called. <laughs> Some crazy fucking name. Yeah, something like that. Um, I won't even try to read the full Japanese name. It's really Japanese. Super but, Japanese. but nothing left to lose. Ordinary high school student Haruka Shinozaki confesses to beautiful, diligent class rep. Akiho Kazuka, Asuka, and to his surprise, she accepts. Kazuka takes dating as seriously as she does everything, but does not quite get it. She pragmatically, I like how they use pragmatic in an anime description, uh, suggests activities that are too sexual. Uh, is there a way to pragmatically suggest something? I don't know. Would you suggest it with the stipulation that like it's efficient? Like, what's a pragmatist's view on suggestions? Like, oh, we will now kiss because that will further our relationship by roughly 10%. By 10%. Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible word to use in your description of a, a fan service anime show. No pragmatist will enjoy. Okay, well, good luck with that one. Sounds like something I can skip. I can already name all of the characters' tropes by looking at their picture in this cover art. Nice! You have this one girl with a weird smile and the hair covering her eyes. She's obviously, like, the creepy yandere uh, silent type. Maybe. I don't know. You have the lolly character in front. It just, it doesn't look great. It doesn't, but I like the name. <laughs> yeah, True. Um, also, Love Live Sunshine 2. Figured you'd watch that sequel. too. Yeah, I never finished one, I don't think. I just, I didn't like these Love Live girls as much. And then everyone listening that does, like, I'm sure that's like a hot topic, but being not as <laughs> into the Love Live franchise in general anymore. What? Unacceptable. I, I just can't feel, I can't feel as much for the new girls. I don't know. I'm sure there's some people that are diehard into the new group. But I, I miss Muse. I'm not not into Aqua. Oh, man. I have a feeling... Muse I had s- a much more clever name. Aqua is just that way because they live near the ocean. Muse was, you know, the dual meaning. of the, They used the symbol Mu, Greek letter, to create Muse. And it represents music and a Muse. It's pretty clever. But not this new group. They're not as smart. Um, yeah, so it's like two things I never finished, so am I that excited for the next season? I have a feeling Asumatsu-chan, or San, season two, is gonna be, like, everyone's gonna be talking about. What is that? That's based off that manga from, like, the 70s. Everyone really seemed to like the first season. Zuma. Oh, yep, I see it. Yeah, that was well-received the first time. Weird, as someone who didn't know anything about the source. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Seems strange to me, but it, it was well received. Um, I'm sure people watch that Umaru-chan one with that weird ah! blonde girl that rolls around 
on the floor or something. Yeah. I see gifts of it, but I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Same here. I don't even want to spend my time. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's interesting, because John's roommate is into the manga, is uh, Usama Game the Animation. It says, the story begins when an entire high school class of 32 people receive a message on their phone from a person known only as the king. The messages contain orders that the students must obey or they risk the punishment of death. With their lives on the line, students soon find out that the orders are... Thing. Getting more and more extreme as time goes on. Apparently it's very dark. It's like a horror slash mystery thing. So that I could sound be interesting. That. Yeah, it's almost like reverse future diary. I don't know. <laughs> they, they take phone orders and... So that sounds interesting to me. I was gonna say, yeah, it doesn't say there's a lot of anime. No, there's a shit ton of anime. Oh yeah. Good God. Every season has like forty shows. Good time, God. it's not what I want to watch. Yeah, exactly. So you scroll all the way to the bottom, and Fate Apocrypha continues, which, despite my eardrums, I'll continue watching. No <laughs> idea why the fuck they they can't bounce the explosion noises with their dialogue. It's way too loud. Um. And then there's some movie I was going to watch. Not Godzilla, but Fate Stay Night. The Finally the Heavens Feel adaptation comes out in like 11 days. Oh, nice. They're going to do three movies this time. New Foldable is instead of a TV series for this route. Good. So, so I'm excited for that. That's something worth They'll look pretty. Yeah, it'll look real good. It'll be three movies instead of waiting week to week for, like, episodes. So I've got to download it. I haven't watched it yet. God damn it. I'm sad to even admit this. I'm watching that goddamn Sword Art Online movie. No. Ordinal Order, whatever the fuck it's called. Ordinal, Ordinal Scale? Yeah, whatever. Which is, can we appreciate? Well, okay, so I don't want to bash it because I haven't seen it. Same. Well, but, but that's not true, but I want to bash its name, because ordinal implies an, uh, like a ranking, right? Yeah. And a scale is something that measures something numerical. So why is it called ordinal scale instead of numerical scale, which would just be a scale? I don't uh, My friends and I were making fun of all the things in Sword Art, the way they named them. For example, remember in Gun Gal Online, despite being a stupid name of that, the tournament they competed in was called the Bullet of Bullets Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. And the villain was called Death Gun. It's they have the worst naming scheme they do. in all of these. So well, I want to know. I, I'm, I already hate the title of the movie, but maybe it's better. Well, I was reading the thing about it. And I'm like, why do these people keep playing this stuff? I love the fact that even in the synopsis, they're like, it's safe. And it's like, well, clearly it's not. They're like, now you don't have to go to sleep or whatever. You can be awake and play the game. And the new version of the helmet that they created. Like, why did this thing keep being a product? <laughs> why do you keep playing like, oh, well, I almost died those three other games we played, but this fourth one, you know, hey. Well, yeah, not, not even the people that weren't, say you weren't involved with the first incident. Maybe you'd try the next one. But why does Kirito, as someone who was written with PTSD, keep playing the games? Yeah, and, every, and all his friends. They're terrible friends. Yeah. 
the only redeeming part of his character design in my eyes, in my eyes was the fact that he had like emotional baggage from the first game. But this hasn't prevented him from doing anything. Strange. And I was looking up this. Um, I was. Does that mean we're having a news segment now? Uh, <laughs> here's what I found funny. I was looking at this thing, and I came across this anime news network headline: rental versions. Of sort of online ordinal skill, reveal Asuna's nipple. Whoa! <laughs> what? I mean, it can't make it worse. <sighs> I mean, according well, to some the fans, the is, romance is a big aspect. It's even time stamped on the fucking Anime News Network site at 25.52, give or take. During a bed, getting out of the bath. Fuck's sake. Is this movie that bad? Where they're like, hey, this movie sucks, but hey, if you want to rent it? There's some titty. <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting into, man. The spoiler uh, is, apparently they get married at the end of the movie. Oh, thanks for spoiling the asshole. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, you motherfucker. I see you're very invested in the the story Sword Art tells. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I am very, very uh, in depth. Can we appreciate that they were like fake married in the game two years ago? That's what so I thought. I thought that if you got married in the game, you got right. Married so it in seems real life. like it kind of took them a while to get real life married. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'll watch they were wearing it. rings in the in the in game. The show. Yeah. So Rip. yeah, I'll watch it later this week. Anyway, let's get into some news because there's some news. Okay. 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 This week in anime news, brought to you by Anime News Network. All right, news and shit. That is a bumper I've not heard in a while. That is because we barely use it anymore. <laughs> More than a year. <laughs> Wait, no, I think John forced you to play it when he was on. Like six times. That might have been a year. Yeah. Um, let's talk about sword art then. Baking I mean, I don't want to, but I'd rather do this one first. Yeah. Uh, okay, so two new sword art shows. First show, Gun Gal Online Alternative. Apparently, this is a spinoff of the novels based on um, someone that doesn't even write the original sword art novel. Uh, written by none other than Kino's Journey author, Kiichi Gisawa. I butchered name terribly but he'll forgive me because he doesn't know and <laughs> it, it gives me hope because i don't think it can be worse than the original novels because remember going way back when people would tell me on reddit and in real life if i talked to them in real life about it that i was just harshly judging sword art because i didn't read the source material so when mother's rosario was a thing the end of season two I read that one, and the writing was terrible, and I found out why Kirito was overpowered, because he's the smartest guy or whatever. And <laughs> ever since then, I just I feel uh, I guess distrusting, and I, I pity the people that enjoy the writing for it, because I don't like to think myself like highbrow literature guy, but I've read enough books that the way this one was written was very poor, similar to our famous young author in the West, the the man who wrote the Aragon books, 
of the dragon and they made that shitty movie. Um, there's just like a lot of filler. Uh, the character development doesn't make any sense. And the impactful scenes are less impactful because they're really bad at describing them. So the anime didn't do a bad job, is what I can say now. But it, that means the author isn't that good. So this one gives me hope that it might be written better. And it has new so characters. Now, now I've made enemies of the fan of Sword Art as well as the fans of the books of Sword Art. But it wasn't well written. I don't know what they're saying. Um, Apparently the voice actor for Jonathan Joestar will be in it. That'll be interesting. Um, so this I'll one doesn't follow any of the characters we know. No. Follows two girls, Len and Pita Hoy. You know, honestly, I hope they're better. Like, I'm sick and tired of Kirito and Asuna and everybody. Like, you know... it's At least this time it's two girl characters. Exactly. They'll be hot lesbian action. Or at least just not a harem. Maybe there will be. My hope. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so here we go. Here's another terribly named tournament. They're going to be joining the Battle Royale tournament known as Squad Jam. Yeah, Squad <laughs> Jam. The stuff you put on bread. Yeah, and John and I were discussing this earlier, and he's like, well, you could get on the meme train with your podcast and say, um, like, redo the Space Jam song, but with Squad Jam and, and Sword Art characters. <laughs> and though that would be funny, I don't like it enough to, to bother doing that. Yeah. But I just thought we should mention how terribly this one is also named. And it already says it centers on the main character, Girl, who is bad at dealing with people and enjoys playing games instead and is ah. uncomfortable, with her, uncomfortable with her height. It's Man. like, can we have a not socially awkward person in the story, please? Man, no kidding. Oh, my God, I'm short. You know what? Oh, I'm she's blind. really tall. It sucks. She wants to be short. Oh, well, fuck you then. So in the game, she's short. In real life, she's six foot tall. She should go play in the WNBA and shut her whore mouth. (laughs) No, she's already playing in Squad Jam. She can't join Space Jam. (laughs) No more basketball. So, uh, but even worse, you have Sword Art Online. I don't even know how to say this. Alicization. Um, Apparently, this is the most important of the visual novels to adapt. It takes place after, from what I can tell, after all of the ones we've seen thus far, including the movie. And they go back to what seems to be a remake of the first game. Ah, for fucks, what? Maybe. Let's see. Why would you go back? I don't know. Maybe it's different. I might be wrong, because... I'm watching this late trailer, but it doesn't really tell you anything. Seems to be from the words that pop up that someone worships Kirito and then they meet in the game. I wonder if it's the blonde guy character. And then they have some girl that looks like Saber with like all blonde hair and gold armor and stuff. So I don't know. Well, I guess is it going to be like a love triangle story? Like, does that blonde guy fight for Asuna's love and then this Saber looking girl also like him? I don't know. Because the blonde guy has a rose on his sword, and I don't know if that means he's a romantic or he's gay. I don't. <laughs> the, the rose has been misused in lots of media. The, it's supposed to be like a Knights of Flowers reference, but 
you never know what you're going to get when the anime uses it. Yep. Yeah, so I have no idea. Sword Art. I'll let you watch the movie. Uh, I'll check out the new Gun Gal, I guess, but I have no no interest in watching Kirito's one. You know what's sad? I'm not saying sad, but like, I'm going to watch this because I'm so invested already. Like, everybody spent <laughs> the time. I've watched the other movie. I, wait, no, I didn't. I watched, started watching it and turned it off. The other movie was like a review. Yeah, a recap. like all there was was like swimming. And I was like, all right, bikinis. Um, but I mean, I watched season one. I watched season two. I That's about it. But we still, reviewed it. <laughs> yeah, but point being is um, I already spent all this time watching it. I know the characters, so it's like, well, why the fuck not? I'll watch it. So whatever. I'm not ashamed to admit it, although I kind of am. But whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, the though thing, I bash The thing it, I've learned I, is in anime, there usually isn't this much content about a show you've watched. It's usually one and done. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this is a show at least we're getting a lot of stuff out of. may not be quality all the time, but that's eh, something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a generational thing, I suppose. Got a lot of new people into anime with Attack on Titan. They're riding that out. I guess, I guess the fans that will stay fans longer yeah, don't really but care about Attack this. Attack on Titan was much better. There was no creepy incest with your stepsister or whatever the fuck she is. And yeah, true. There was no I hentai do like Attack on Titan more, but it still has its own failings. There was no tentacle rape, up. you know, with Asuna. Uh, or with, you know, with... with I treat that as a negative for not having that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Mikasa wasn't fondled by a... By yeah. a, uh, by a Needs more tentacle titans. <laughs> Attack on tentacles. That's what I want. <laughs> At. Yeah. Uh, well, I got some good news for you. If you haven't watched these shows, you should go watch them. Crunchyroll has... Uh, welcome to the NHK, and this is a zombie, and one of my favorites I watched early on was Ayashi, and uh, yeah, they're from Funimation, go watch them. That lovely partnership is working out well. Um, they're getting a lot of really good stuff in their catalog now. Yeah. Did you ever finish Welcome to the NHK? I know you were watching it. Yeah, we talked about it. I finished. We did. Well, Good. Fuck, we, gotta, we gotta review it, man. Such an awesome show. <laughs> Wish there was more of Sato and... and uh, oh, what the fuck's her name? That's an M. Ah, I can't remember now. Either. Say, like, <laughs> I was thinking Mikasa. It's something, something. Oh, Masaki. It's Masaki. Mizuki. Yeah. Um... Oh, I don't know. All show. my friends like My Hero Academia, but the first episode was too boring, so I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Or not even too boring. It was just it bludgeoned you with the fact that this guy's the bad guy, this guy's the good guy. Silly. But I, I like Is This a Zombie and Welcome to the NHK. Is This a Zombie is a funny show. Mm, maybe not everyone thinks so, but <laughs> I do. It's, it's kind of like how I also enjoy High School DxD. I think the dub for both shows are genius, and the the way 
the West adapts comedy anime makes them better for Western audience, in my opinion. Because watching it sub, you don't get the comedic time. So, I have no idea if this one's in English. Let's see, I click it. After I talked it up being in English, I have no idea if they actually do that on Crunchy. Yeah. Seems you have not allowed Flash. Well, I have no way to tell, but they seem to have both seasons on. I think it's just subtitled here, and I think you have to watch it on Funimation if you want the dub. That's probably how they're doing it. But, good show. Um, the news I'm interested about is Season 3 of Index was announced. Yeah. That, that's very exciting. It's exciting because what it means for the world, and not our world, but the world Index takes place in, um, because I enjoy the, the Railgun thin off that so i hope uh mikoto's in that in that version of index and then she gets another season that's what i want um i actually am familiar with the source material the white novels that that universe comes from and they have plenty of things they've never adapted so they certainly have enough material to keep going for a long time Uh, so good news i'll watch that but Secretly, I'm hoping it means more of the others. Yeah, definitely. Probably all the all the news of interest. There you go. All right, you ready to DVD picks? Sure. All righty then. I can remember. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. All right. DVD picks. Where are we going for DVD picks nowadays? Oh, man. I don't know. I just Google things. All right. Try the same. Because last time our list was exhausted and we found some new one, but it was that one where I found... Oh, in fact, it's still in our Discord as as we record this. <laughs> Robert's Anime Corner Store is oh, where we go for all, all of our DVD releases. This man will get free promotion for his website that sells. Well, he, he, he's been um, advertising on Anime News Network for years, so. Oh. Then I'm the new one here. I'm unacquainted with Robert. <laughs> so what's coming out? Dengen uh, Ranpa 3. Oh, you're going to watch it? Despair and Future Arc. Well, I mean, I've already seen both, uh, as we've talked about, but would I buy it? And that's a different question. Let me click it to see what the combo set has. Okay, by combo set, they just mean Blu-ray DVD. I don't care about that, because watch Blu-rays. Probably not, then, because, like... The Despair... Wait, which one was better? I always get them confused. Both have lots of Despair in them. Uh, The prequel, which I think is the Despair arc, was much better than the... Oh yeah, the other one's called the Future arc, so that makes sense. I thought it was called Despair and Hope, in which case it would be impossible to label them, but the Despair one, which is the prequel, is far better than the sequel. So if I was going to buy one, it would be just the prequel. Those wouldn't really make sense if you were trying to collect them anyway but but there you go that's come both of those are coming out 
prequel is just so much better and so much darker and relatable to the game. Dragon Ball Super Part 2. Drifters Complete Series. I watched that show and I hated it. Never buy that. (laughs) (laughs) It looked cool, but it wasn't. Golden Time Complete Collection Blu-ray. It's been a while since you reviewed Golden Time. Um, Probably like 70 bucks. Oh, wait, Sentai, isn't it? So it's going to be like 300 uh, bucks. No, it says it's just 50. Nice. Uh, yeah, no, that was a great show. I don't know how it's so much cheaper here, but it says like it's base price. I forget what they call that. MSRP. Yeah, it's MSRP's uh, $80, but Robert's Anime Corner Store's price is only 50 for all 24 episodes on Blue. Only 50? Fucking Rage Stuff has it for 60. Wow. Robert's the guy. Uh, he is. And prior to this coming out, though, you could have bought both of them, uh, first half, second half, on Blu-ray for only 44 total. That's what Rage Stuff so is selling te- for right now. It's like technically more money to buy it this way, but you can get them all together. Ah, oh, these people are pissed. There's no uh, English dub for this. I thought there was. It's only freaking in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the movie. I though. wouldn't buy it then. I'm not saying I'm a snob, uh, but damn it. You got Hinako, Naruto, things that rhyme with O. No. Revolutionary Girl Utna. Uh, Student Council Saga. I don't know if that's the full name of Utna or uh, something different. I think it's a movie. I don't. I think it's the second half. I'm, I've never understood that myself either. It's not clear. It is not. It's clear that it's something additional to the original series, but it's not clear what it is. It's 460 minutes, though, whatever it is, so it'd be more than a movie. Um, I don't know. I was pretty interested by that when you suggested I watch it originally. I just never finished it, or even got close to finishing it, but I thought it was a cool show. Yeah. Plenty of lesbian undertones and overtones. Yep. And, yep. But a badass main character and good music. Uh, Amagami SS and Amagami SS Plus Complete Collection Blu-ray. Those are shows you like. Yep. Oh, how much are those going for? So I already have, like, um, actually, I think I have them both on DVD. That's what's frustrating. Mm. Well, you can get both of them in this for $50 on Blu-ray. Huh. 975 minutes. That seems pretty value for how Hold long. Hold on, let's see many... here. Good old movie collector. That's sad when I have to have software to manage my damn DVD collection. <laughs> well, I've got, according to this, 252 different shows. Hey. Uh, let's see. Magami. Oh, I only have Magami SS. I don't have Magami SS Plus. I need to get on this shit. Yeah, I think I'll be buying it just because. Why the yeah, fuck not? You're both on Blu-ray, and it's not that much more than just buying one of them. Yeah, there you go. Woo! Uh, D. Gray Man, season three, which been on Netflix for like all of an eternity, so I don't know why you need it on DVD. But oh yeah, my for life. Naruto, <laughs> One Piece, Persona Four, the animation Blu-ray set. I mean, that's cool. It isn't golden. Oh, thank God. Terrible. This is something I'd watch. I recently beat Persona 5, finally, and really enjoyed that. And apparently that's getting an anime. It already got an anime. It got one episode. 
It was only one episode? Yeah. Oh. The, okay, so they released one episode before the game came out. Yeah. But now they're going to do a full length. Is it still going to be in that crazy, like, bright tone color? I mean, probably, because that's kind of how the game looks. My coworker is like, you gotta play, you gotta get a PS4, you gotta play Persona <laughs> Five. I'm like, yeah, I would love to, but then like, I got other stuff I had to do, and I probably wouldn't do that other stuff. Dude, yeah, it took me forever to finish it, and I really like Persona. It's been over half a year, but I bought a PS4 just for it. I thought about, well, I had a PS4 back when Watch Dogs was out, and then I sold it to my uh, coworker for a hundred and. 60 bucks plus a iPad mini 32 gig. I mean, it's good, but it's not it's not life-changing, you know? If you've been around and played other video games, hell, if you've played Persona 4, it's, like, just as good as that. So... Okay. In different ways. So it's you're not missing out entirely. But I would watch the animation when it's done, because they did a good job with the original Persona 4 animation, from what I can tell. So this is something I'd be interested in buying or watching. Because though I know the story, I've never seen the animation for it. Uh, One Piece, again. Read Life. Bleh. Ah, and Space Patrol. I, you know Luluco. what? I will watch Read Life Season 2. Is that a thing? It's supposed to be, I think. It seemed, it seemed pretty conclusive when I heard you talk about it. but uh, I think he's getting a... I thought at the end he like left school and his... Was that the one where he had like a handler or whatever? Yeah, yeah. But I think this one he's... He's becoming a... Remember, they left it open for him to get a job. Oh, yeah. Uh, real life anime gets four episode finale. That's March. That's what it is. So it's going to get a four episode, like, finale. Okay. I'm like, it doesn't seem like they can do anything else with it. Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on this list. Yeah, there really is. Normally we have nothing to want to buy. And now it's like, hey, there's nine of them I want. I'd probably say yeah. Golden Time, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, I would choose Ranpa or Persona. Both of those are based on games, but um, those are ones I'm interested in. Golden Time, I couldn't finish, but I heard your review here, and maybe it's worth watching. Uh, Utna is something I want to check out again. That seems like quite a commitment. Especially as we learn about all these additional things that are coming out about that universe. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, good choices. So, looking at right stuff, the Utna Blu-rays are just set 1, set 2, set 3. Yeah, this one says episodes 1 through 12. So this seems to be some sort of sequel TV oh. series. Okay, whatever. Well, there's also movies, though, because when I clicked on it, there's like a million Udina things. Oh, shit. It's a big franchise. Apparently. All right, well. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, oh, that, that was two weeks worth. All right. Well, that's that, then. Man, it's such a letdown. <laughs> I was expecting more. Well... All right, on to your review then. Well, it's not really a letdown. At least there's like four shows that were interesting instead of like 20 shows that weren't. That's true. <laughs> oh, we, we, yeah, we could do another week, but what's the point? Yeah. 
it's too far in the future. No one can pre-order more than two weeks ahead of time. <laughs> of course not. Of course, yeah. Who would do that? Crazy um, people. So I'm going to talk about the Akashic Records of Bastard Magic Instructor, which is like an entirely impossible to say title, but easier for me than the Japanese version, which is Roko Denashi Majutsu Koshi to Akashic Records. Because apparently Akashic Records being like a weird religious magic thing does not have a Japanese word for it. It's just still the same. Um, so, uh, let's see. So I got into this show after John scouted it ahead because I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm tired of watching all these magic shows that are just like, starts with a character that's way too strong and he's upset about something. He's like cold and unfeeling. And then he has all these girls that love him. I'm like, ugh, no more. I won't do it. But then he watched a few and told me it was worth watching. And in the end, he was right. So I'll talk about why he was right. Uh, the main character is this, like, sarcastic, lazy dick, essentially. He goes to sub at a magic high school. Magic in a way that they wait, essentially... Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Is this a high school student or is this a teacher? This is a teacher. Okay. So finally, it's like a real adult character instead of just like another guy in the school that all the girls love so the guy goes there he's younger but still an adult and he has to be like a substitute teacher because this girl he's been friends with forever hooks him up with a job there because she's also an instructor and he's just not about it he doesn't want to teach anything you don't know anything about his past and like the two main girl characters that are in the school are just like constantly challenging him on things and upset with them because they really value their education and they have goals and it's not fair that he doesn't care about anything. And he's just like, well, fuck it. Uh, so every day, every day he comes into class and writes like self study on the board and then just goes to sleep. And which I find comical now that I teach my own class at college, but um, so he does that. And then eventually he's challenged to a duel by the main girl who he calls white cat, but her name is Sistine. Um, she has like weird little cat ears and white hair. So he calls her like white, white cat, Kuroneko. Um, so she has this goal to go discover a flying castle because before her grandfather died, he's like, I hope, or I really wish I was able to see the flying castle or whatever, but I never could. So she heard that as like a really young girl, and now she wants to study magic, so eventually she can go see the flying castle. Though people can fly in the show at some points, apparently no one has ever flown to the flying castle. Um, seems strange to me, but who cares? Um, so that's her goal, and she challenges the guy who is named... Ah, not White Cat. His name is Glenn. Glenn Radars. It's like a weird <laughs> name. He has radar or something. Um, so she like throws her glove in his face, the, the character gentleman duel type thing. And then they have this magic duel and you're, you're restricted to one spell, which is like a paralyzed type spell. So you don't kill anyone. And he's like, well, okay. So he accepts the duel and then he loses really poorly because he's not good at it. And they're like, okay, he lost the duel. So that means the condition was that he had to take teaching seriously, but now they doubt he even knows anything because 
floss to a student. Um, but then suddenly he casts the spell to show them and he makes it go a different direction. And he's like, it's not just about casting it by saying the right words. You can adapt the phrase and make it do different things. So he makes it like go different directions, grow larger and smaller and do different effects. And they apparently had no idea this could be a thing with magic. And it slowly revealed throughout the show that he used to be part of the mage corps, which is like the elite people to protect the capital and do like investigative stuff. And in the past, he saved Sistine's best friend, Rumia, who is the princess of the kingdom, essentially, but she's undercover. So then the whole story progresses and people try to capture Rumia. And basically, Glenn becomes a much more likable character because he knows stuff. He's seen shit, right? He's killed people in the wars. And his whole goal is to protect his students from ever having to, like, use the magic to kill people. And he has to actually fight and kill people throughout the show because uh, he has to protect Rumia and Sistine. And it's just really good because the character is eventually likable and he's not overpowered. The girls have a reason to like him because... He eventually takes teaching seriously and cares about the students. And student characters themselves are really interesting. And basically the whole show is uh, a conflict between these people that want to misuse magic to resurrect people, similar to Full Metal or whatever, and the main people at the school. And Rumia, who apparently is the key to resurrection because she has some sort of special healing magic. So... While that description probably sounds convoluted, in just 12 episodes, it was really entertaining because I liked all the characters. There was some great sinister mystery. And the way it ended, it built like all the characters' bonds to be better, like between the girls and the main guy teacher, but also left it open because you don't really know what the evil agency is plotting next. And they never went to the Sky Castle, and that's her goal. So I'm assuming we'll get a season two. Uh, it'd be silly to just end it where they ended by defeating one of the villains and then just saying, well, she doesn't care about her dream anymore. <laughs> so it was, it was really good. It was finally like a magical show that I could enjoy rather than one that just was constantly annoying because of how they wrote the characters. So, though it wasn't amazing, I gave it a seven. I think if you're like me and we're waiting for two years to see a decent magic show, this is the one. <laughs> And at times I was afraid it was going to go all off track because, like, there's some fan service scenes. If you look at the cover, like, all the girls' uniforms are, like, bare midriff, like, thigh highs and, like, suspenders and stuff. And at one point, like, in episode six, uh, the main guy, Glenn, is teaching Sistine, like, uh, hand-to-hand fighting in case she can't use magic. And he, like, pins her against a tree and she's, like, moaning and sweating and stuff. And I'm like, oh, God. The show, it's all going downhill, <laughs> but but then it quickly stops. So, I mean, they like they dance the line of like appropriate fan service and like every other magic show that came out with like weird sisterly love and shit like that. And girls stripping because they love the guy and stuff. So she was just sweaty from working out, I guess, is what I can take from it. But it was clearly a fan service theme. Gotcha. Um, but very good. Well, alrighty then. Cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it was from the season before last, and while I enjoyed all my shorts this season, uh, this was a show that 
captured my interest enough to finish it. There you go. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before we head off? I look forward to reviewing the gambling show, Kake Gure, next time, but I've been waiting because the group I like that subs it uh, has been subbing it very slowly, even though it's done airing. So uh, listeners can look forward to that because that's one I enjoy enough to write about before we review it. There you go. It'll be fun. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and be on the lookout for another episode here soon. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.